Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 705. My God, 705. We did have... We did have a great guest. Unfortunately, she had a bit of a family emergency. So you just got me and the Andrew Palmer. Um, Andrew's, Andrew looks back on form, actually. He's been recovering from COVID a bit. But you look a bit more perky this week. Mate, I'm 90%, which I'm 90%, which is basically um, about 20% more than before COVID. So it's probably done me some good. I've had a good rest. I had a full eight hours sleep last night, which was yeah. the first time in three weeks that I've I've had an uninterrupted sleep pattern, which is awesome. So yeah, I'm cooked. I'm pretty happy. And, you know, we're just going to have a little chit chat today. About, yeah, um, we're going to, yeah, you do look, um, you do look a lot better, Andrew. Um, Thanks, Could be the camera. Um, so send me the check after the show. Uh, so, and, um, we're just going to have a general discussion about where WordPress is in coming into the second quarter of 2022. We're going to talk about WordPress Europe, WordCamp Europe, the, just the state of the WordPress ecosystem. It was kind of triggered off um, by listening to Matt Medea's last um, podcast, Um Matt is a, a great WordPress individual, and we're just going to really um, just blatantly copy some of the things that he talked about. <laughs> we're going to be back. We're um, we're going for our break now. We've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Allow us to introduce you to Castos, our major sponsor. If you're looking to get into podcasting, Castos is for you. No penalties on the amount of downloads and the support, should you need it, is the best in the industry. Take a look at Castos for your podcasting solution. That's castos.com, castos.com. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations and on the pro plans, malware scanning and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back. And I'd like to point out, got some great special offers from the sponsors, got some great recommendations of plugins and services that I've utilised or I really believe in. Um, to get these special offers and recommendations, all you have to do is go over to the WP Tonic slash recommendations and all the goodies are there. So, Andrew, you know, um, one of the... One of the, um, and you could accuse me of it, um, but I normally only limit it to my Friday show. Um, But sometimes the WordPress community can just be slightly bonkers, can't it? You you know, what's been pointed out by yourself, and I know is also listening to Matt and on Twitter, is that 
there's been some criticism of WordCamp Europe, hasn't there? Um, I attended it. I know you did. I know you got COVID, and I knew a few people in your party that also got COVID. But um, but you're not negative about it, and nor was nor am I. I actually thought for an event I hadn't run for almost three years. I thought they really pulled it off. I think they did. I think what you know what we've got to celebrate, and I actually Matt Medeiros actually let me do a, a little uh, retort to his rant about WordPress and whatever. But it was basically in celebration of uh, WordCamp Europe and stuff. So if you go to uh, thewpminute.com, you can have a listen to my three minute uh, celebration of WCU and the fact that some people basically saved my lives because my, my life because my temperature was just ridiculous. You could have definitely fried a few omelets. Oh, yeah eggs on my on my back but um the, the whole point of these things are is that there are hundreds of people involved in organizing this the financial ramifications are massive um you, you know the sponsors dig very very deep in their pockets it's not even for a a smaller plug-in business you know, just to sponsor the coffee is 1,500 euros. You know, you sponsor the coffee for one day, it costs you 1,500 euros, and it's great. So, you know, latte sponsored by whoever. But you've also got, you know, four or five grand for a little booth. Then you've, you're talking about the Yosts of this world that are, you know, it's phenomenal amount of money, 60 grand or 70 grand. GoDaddy spending 60 or 70 grand. Then you've got the events that people put on, like Pagely put on a, a lovely boat trip, which was pretty much open invite to... You know, a lot of the a lot of the community. You can only fit 150 people on this boat anyway for safety reasons. You know, did free... you um, did you get seasick? I didn't. I got. I didn't get sick at all. Actually, I was quite good. The uh, the booze was flowing, and I did. You know, there's a, there's a thing that I say that I don't drink, and I honestly don't drink day to day. But when I go to these events, I kind of just go, eh, "Why not?" You know, let's all drink. And we went out for dinner afterwards with a few other people, which was sponsored by. Uh, Bertha and WS Form, we bought, you know, a few people, a few beers and a few snacks as well late on into the evening as well. So, they, you know, we're, everybody dips their hand into their pocket to celebrate the WordPress community and also to network and to, you know, we've met for the first time, John. You, know, you and I had a nice walk around the park and had a good little chat and spent some time together at WordCamp Europe. And it's always good to meet people in real life. It was unfortunate that I got COVID. Um, the fortunate bit about it was I got it on the Sunday. You know, I got yeah. sick on, on the Sunday. Obviously, I must have been a little bit ill on the Saturday. I was I was a little bit edgy about the whole thing because I didn't want to get COVID and then go mm. to the UK. Quite. Um, I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't have done it. I would have stayed in Portugal, but I wanted to go and see my family. Sure. I really should have gone to the UK first and then gone to Portugal. I should have didn't work that yeah, one out. Yeah, I, I didn't work. I didn't work. I didn't work that one out. But the problem is, I don't think there's a flight from Porto direct to the US. I think I would have had to say it would have got a bit complicated. Mm. But I was a little bit edgy because I was kind of in two camps. I wanted to socialise, and I found it a little bit overwhelming. And I'm. I'm a strange mixture of that, of being out, uh, outrovert and introvert, yeah. and I found it a little bit over. But also, I was a little bit edgy about getting the big C, basically. Um, and that's that's the risk we got to take, though, because let's face it, it's out there. We're you know most of us or a lot of us are um, 
vaccinated. I'm, I'm vaccinated, double vaxxed and, and boosted. I'm not double boosted, but I think um, the, the risks for somebody that is vaccinated and, and boosted is they're quite acceptable. I wasn't. I wouldn't like to ha- get it again. You know, I know mm. since talking to people since having it, and this isn't all about me getting COVID, but you know, a lot of people are saying, "What well, you've got it again?" Well, I've never had it. You know, so I've, yeah. I've I went to Cloudfest. There were seven thousand people there. Oh, right. I've been to I've been to many social places. I help people run their restaurants. I even, for instance, you know, Friday tomorrow night, I'm waiting on table because we've got staff shortages at one of the restaurants that I help out. So. There's, there's things, and the other day I was delivering pizzas, you know, so it's just, it depends what you're doing because business at the moment, because of COVID and because of the pandemic and the air, let's, let's talk about the airline issues about trying to get to Portugal, you know, Stephanie Hudson took 28 hours. I know that Bob had some problems, even though he was going business class, you had a few issues with delayed flights and lots yeah, of people. It was, um, it was Paris, and but it, yeah. was, it was still about 20-plus hours it took yeah, me to get there. a big commitment to, go, to think, right, I'm, gonna, I'm in the States, there's no direct flight to Porto. If, if the airlines had maybe thought about it, you know, or maybe even, this is, this is not a criticism of, of WordCamp Europe, maybe these big events need to get in touch with a few airlines and say, look, we need we need direct flights, for instance, but you know, for three thousand people, who knows, or two thousand six hundred people. But what I wanted to celebrate, and what I what I said in my little wpminute.com uh, podcast, was it was a great time, thanks to the sponsors, thanks mostly to the volunteers and the organisers. You know, the chief. It takes up their life for two years. It's crazy, you know. That and and it to have an event of such awesomeness with all the speakers that were there you know i know that you attended the speakers matt mullenwood took his took his uh took time out to come out to wc uh, yeah and i thought you know i've been a little bit critical of matt a bit um i've tried not to make it personal because maybe i have a little bit but i didn't really that wasn't my attention but i've got a i was impressed with his performance actually he looked much more happier. He looked more relaxed. And you could see why you could see why he was where he is. I know that's a bit strange statement. Well, no, as, could... the of, as the leader of um automatic and the and the lead developer of, of WordPress and now lead of Tumblr, which he's kind of moved on to, let's not take anything away from Josephina. I think that's how you say her name, but she, you know, she runs WordPress, really, director of WordPress. Yeah, she then, did a good job. I've, I've asked her to come on the show. She said she might consider it. She is rather busy, so I won't hold it against well, her if she, she can't. She's busy, but she's, you know, she's got time for Twitter. She's got time to, you know, to comment on stuff and, um, you know, unlike me, forgets to, to you know, turn off his email because it, it dings every so often, but I'm, which I've now done. Uh, I've got to check my phone. So up. why do you why do you think there was this some of this negativity? Why? Have you got any insight? Is it peculiar to the WordPress community? Or is it just, why did it, you know, I, I, I was really gobsmacked at some of the negativity statements, especially oh. about diversity. <laughs> Um, I there was people from all over the world attending this event. 
I think the diversity thing was about how many of the organisers weren't diverse enough. You know, that's that that was the criticism. And, you know, it can be fair enough and everything. We've got to be very... And you can't... The problem is, is whenever you get... Whenever you start talking about diversity and then the criticisms thereof that diversity people have criticised something and then you criticise the criticism, you end up being the one that gets burnt at the stake. So it's a really dangerous way to... You know, it's a really thing dangerous thing to get involved in the conversation but i'm at the caveat well, it's a bit, is, uh, it, uh, well, it's let me just finish because otherwise i will get burnt at the stake the caveat is is that when you're actually at the event you see the true diversity you know codable had a pride night you know under um, the unofficial lgbtq <laughs> night um you've got people of all races of all all denominations and all all genders there who are mixing and being sociable and loving each other and sharing and networking and doing business together. And I think what it is, if you look at something from afar and say, I'm not happy with that, that becomes the talking point. But if you if you are involved in these events, I know that the organisers were doing their very best to make it as, as, as inclusive as everything to everything in this new world that we've got, you know, of, of we have to be inclusive to everyone. And I, I think that people that criticised it before and didn't go need to start going to these things to realise that actually one, or being an organiser, a volunteer to be an organiser, to realise how difficult it is to organise something like this from a yeah, financial and, and, you know, it's the, you know... Um, get involved. You want started, to change stuff, get involved. Yeah, and you've got to realise a lot of these people are volunteers. They're not getting paid for any of this. And some people... All of them are volunteers. You know, they're not getting paid for any of this. Oh. You know, um, yeah, you know, as somebody that runs a podcast in the WordPress space for the past seven years, <clears throat> the past six months to a year, I've really attempted to get more people on the roundtable show, more diverse guests on the podcast, on the Thursday show. And I have spent a lot extra time, Andrew. I, I've got some success. I have been a bit frustrated because I've outreached to a lot of people and I've been ghosted to some extent. Um, so I can understand some of the frustration of the organisers of because of, of WordCamp. Sure. Um, because it's all right for these people to criticise, but they don't know what was actually what uh, how much outreach was done but they exactly. just didn't get a response being running my little podcast yeah i think i can see that they probably did do made a lot of attempts but it, you know it's, it takes two to tango doesn't it doing their best. And, the, and the criticism on the masking as well of the well you know you could have you could have hired a company that specializes in having people around there reminding people to wear masks right well you could have it's all right having 2020 vision but actually you know one of my i tweeted after the day all right i got covid and i masked most of the time there were times when i didn't mask there was a couple of events i went to that i didn't mask because they were in bars and we were drinking and i and i think the criticism of of the, the what i don't like is 2020 criticism yeah, you know, 2020 hindsight criticism. Yeah. I what? Yeah, that is a great idea. Maybe we can implement that next time. Let's put another ten dollars on the entry fee because that's what we're going to need to pay for it. 
right? Yeah, I, I, I just think the entry fee was ridiculously cheap. I think, I think, I think. I think you need a balance. You don't want something that's five hundred to thousand dollars, but on the other hand, I thought the you know the ticket price should be a little bit more realistic. Myself, um, and that takes a little bit of pressure off the sponsors and that you know it's a duality. The masking thing, I thought that was bonkers because I think if you if you feel something coming on or you got you're doing a test. And or you, you're pretty sure that you've got it. I, I think you've got a responsibility probably not to attend, stay in your hotel room. If you're not sure, I think you've got a moral responsibility to go and get a test. And or, you know, if you've had it and you're recovering, you should wear a mask. The whole point of wearing a mask, in my limited knowledge, Andrew, is it stops it stops you from spreading it. It doesn't well, stop you from getting it, but it stops you from spreading it. Yeah, well, there's the anti-mask regard, one at the airport. You said to him, why are you wearing a mask? I said, none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why are you worried about me wearing a mask? You know, get lost. It, I'm just not interested in talking to people that, that slag me yeah. off for wearing a mask. It's my choice. I wear a mask. I, I could have said to him, because I'm pig ugly, and I don't I don't want to shock you, you know, but I, I was... I was you know, I just got over COVID and I was going back to the UK. So mm. that's why I wore a mask. I didn't know whether I was still infectious. And I will do everything I can yeah. to protect the people around me, you know. I don't really want the moral responsibility of spreading it and maybe giving it to a child and Same. that child dying. Well, that's you know, why don't... I stayed in Portugal. That's why I stayed in Portugal for an extra week because I could have flown back. There are no rules. I didn't need to test. In the UK, we can travel with COVID now. We can go outside. We don't need to quarantine. But I was actually not very well. So I just. So decided- let's get back oh. to the core question because before we go for the break, and then in mm. the break, we're going to be talking about the WordPress, you know, plugins being bought. You know, there's been a lot of activity lately. But let's. So have you come to your own conclusion? This negativity that came out about WordCamp Europe. Is it peculiar to the WordPress ecosystem community or is it just, you know, it, it would be in any community? Just humans. We, we are so quick to criticise. It's just depressing. We need to celebrate more. You know, we've got to realise that we're, we're sitting on a rock that's spinning around in an infinitesimal space of space, you know, and stop criticising people and start celebrating people and celebrating the good that these people are doing. Because um, I, I think what you clearly saw at WordCamp is... There's two parts of me. I don't want to over, you know, we're all round the campfire singing Kubala. Right. But yeah. on the other hand, I don't think there's many, I don't think Squarespace or Wix could get, you know, they sold two, I think two points, twos, twos, 2,700, and I think they had 2,500 people attend. I don't think there's many web-based tools 
that could get a crowd like that from all over the world like Definitely that. Not. I think I think that's the 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 lovely thing and the wonder of WordPress. You know, it's a shame that WordPress US is has restricted it to six hundred and fifty. It's just madness, you know, and I know why they've done it, but I just don't get it. I mean, you know, it, 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 Europe was the, the 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 three European word camps that I've been to, the Berlin, Serbia, and this one, were phenomenal events. They bring people together, they celebrate WordPress, and uh, it, it shows people that haven't been. I met a load of people that had never been to a word camp, and they said, "Oh God!" I, and I thought Matt was a lot more relaxed. I've seen. Uh, when he when it was being held in San Francisco, um, I attended three or four before it, it stopped being, and he looked a lot more relaxed. At the well, he's a few years in now. Let's not forget, and he yeah. kind of, he's kind of pretty self assured about where WordPress is going, what's happening. Even though there are, you know, there's little chatter about 0.4 percent down but you know who cares you know that will be addressed but the the point is is that it's all with wordpress it is about the community and it's about business leaders and it's about sponsors the big guys the the the, the hosts the yosts of this world the the um the pragmatic the the angry creators of this world you know the agencies that are interested in in wordpress and communicating what they're doing and how they're growing their businesses. So on the back of something that is essentially free, right? So we've all built businesses on the back of WordPress. I'm very, I'm, I am grateful. I have a great deal of gratefulness to WordPress. But before I was Joomla, that was open source as well. So the open source community in celebration go to these word camps they're hard to hard work to put on there's a lot of negotiation with the city porto completely supported this this word camp and thought right i'm going to get up to three thousand new visitors here there's a bit of tourist stuff going on how cheap was porto as well you know we were getting in an uber for three euros and traveling for 15 minutes it was crazy you know it was great but the so so it's a whole thing that these things have got to be done celebrate rather than denigrate. That's what that's what my message is. Right. I think that's a good message to go for our middle break. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Hey, it's Spence from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with Launch Flows. Get your copy today. Hey, Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white-label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the tribe. With FocusWP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love. Outsource the rest. We're coming back. I do a weekly newsletter. I do editorial myself. My editorials, I feel, are a bit getting better. Uh, um, been getting a lot of positive feedback. Uh, um, 
to get this great newsletter. Basically, it has all the latest WordPress news stories that we discuss in the Friday show, some plus some tech stories, plus my editorial. To get that, you go to WPTonic slash newsletter. You sign up for it, and it'll be in your inbox every Monday or month every Sunday or Monday. Right, let's go on, Andrew. Let's talk about the WordPress professional market. You know, we've had a lot of activity about plugins being bought. We've had some layoffs as well. Alimator laid off between 50 and 60. Um, I've got mixed feelings about that, but it's their business. Um you know, I um, had a guest on last week, Andrew, and, um, well, you were there. Uh, I was there sorry, for a minute bro. when my internet connection collapsed. Yeah. Um, you know, he kind of, sometimes you can overthink stuff, and I think I've overthought why why hosting companies have bought. I always tried to see that there was some, with Alimator buying static, that, I think that you can clearly understand why they did it. Um, some of the other plug-in, I, I think I overthought things because it was really by our guest next last week. He clearly pointed out to me the whole point of buying these plugins was to buy access to the audience. Um, That's the only uh, uh, I wasn't that. I thought, yeah, I, I've been overthinking all this. Uh, yeah. um, so where do you, you know, you, you've been with Bertha with other plugins, you've bought some plugins, you've sold some plugins. Where where do you see the professional market and the business side being in the second quarter to O2? I, don't, I just want to precursor this. My, my view on Elementor is, and I actually commented on the WP Tavern, they, they did it. And, I, and my opinion is it's driven by investors who want more and more profits out of these companies. So if Elements has had, what, 50, 60 million thrown at them. Stratic had 6 million thrown at them. So God knows how much Elements have paid. They must have paid more than that one would hope. But so they want more and more profits. And I've said, who can blame them in these difficult times of worldwide conflict and political unrest? And people simply not being able to afford to fill their cars, their fridges and their cupboards. It could also be, though, that these companies are getting ready for an IPO. So to go out onto the stock market or for somebody else to, to give them even more money. And it's not uncommon to trim the sales in order to sell the boat for a higher price. And that's that's the kind of thing. And the other comments on there are kind of similar. and They're, they're kind of, um, you know, criti- critical of, of people being made redundant. But when you've grown as quickly as Elementor, yeah. You need to employ a lot of people. You know, we all not remember Ben Pines from there, an excellent marketing director, helped the business grow. I know Yoni myself. I've met him a few times, both online and, and in real life. And they're very sensible people. They know what they want. They know what they need. And to, to dump 50 to 60 people is bloody hard work. I've sacked a few people in my life. You know, I've had businesses that have had massive turnover and they've gone down. We've lost a client. We've had to get rid of 30 40 people you know it's not easy to make people redundant let me tell you it's one of the hardest things i've ever had to do but the one of the main reasons a company will buy if you're talking bricks and mortar so when we were selling print company i was selling print companies and buying print companies you're after their client list nothing else 
And you're doing Robert Maxwell many, many years ago used to get slagged off for, for um, asset stripping. He'd go in, buy a printing company for a pound, sell off all the gear, take the client list and give it to the Oxford Press, which he owned. So the Oxford Press all of a sudden have got 200 clients, maybe 50 or 60 or even 100 of those clients aren't very good payers, hence the, the reason for the other business going bust. But you've gained some clients. The, the, the thing with WP Engine buying Delicious Brains plugins, you know, ACF is not a particularly good buy because most of the people are on um, mm. lifetimes, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the other plugins, yeah. are, but if ACF has, sold, has, has got a million people that have, have paid out a uh, or even 100,000 people that have paid out $100 for a lifetime, that's another 100,000 people or 1,000 people or 10,000 people that WP Engine can sell their services to. I was bought, Elegant Marketplace was bought by InMotion Hosting. You can guarantee that the 100,000 customers of Elegant Marketplace were marketed for InMotion Hosting business. And if they weren't, then InMotion haven't done their job properly. But so there's... It is basically client at client list acquisition, as well as maybe keeping a recurring income. You know, if, if, if it's a really good plug, yeah, I think you made some great uh, points there because I, I really, um, I kind of overfold it. Sometimes I, I am a bit of a thinker. I know you're going to be surprised to hear that, Andrew, but I am. Uh, um, but I kind you of should over... think a little bit quicker before you open your mouth sometimes, but apart from well, that, I, could, right, say, I could say the same to you, Andrew. Uh, um, <laughs> so, but um, I do, I, I, I do honestly think the WP Engine purchase of the Delicious Brains library of plugins, apart from one which they want to focus on, is probably a good purchase because it kind of fits in to the crowd that they bought when they bought studio press from the two Bryans. You know, it kind of fits in with that crowd, doesn't it? You can see the lot. They would love it. And I think, I think they've been good stewards. So that, you know, it's not, I don't think it's been really a part of your tribe and it's not been a part of my tribe. I think it's Sally, Sally, who's a regular on the Friday round table and, She's got over illness, so she's been more regular recently coming on. She's really big in this the Genesis Studio Press community. Uh, um, I just thought, yeah, I, I could totally see why they bought it. And you're totally right, you know, because of the lifetime license issue, it probably with reflection wasn't a great purchase for, for Delicious Brains, was it? No, and the, and the way it was managed, you know, about you know, basically asking people to either donate or re or repay for it. You know, I I acquired twenty three plugins about eighteen months ago, and I think twenty one of them were previously sold on literally lifetime licenses. So, you know, there's no earnings from them apart from future earnings. Now we we charge an annual rate and reduced it a little bit and whatever. So it's it's a dangerous thing because you've got support burdens on there as well. You know, so somebody says I bought this three years ago, and we've updated it five times. We've made them Visual Builder compatible for. Divi. I never really. Um, it's a, it's see, a support, support I found burden. it. I found it a bit of a bizarre situation because, but this is easy for me. I'm just going to put this to you. Um, um, I found it a bit bizarre, that whole thing, really, because I saw Gutenberg as a golden opportunity to say, 
Well, this was 1.1 pre-Gutenberg, and then we're adding all this additional functionality for Gutenberg. This is going to be a 2.2 product. We're on a 1.1, but you're getting all this additional new functionality to help you deal with Gutenberg. But you're going to have to, and we do a special deal because we really appreciate you being a loyal customer and buying a lifetime for 1.0, but you're going to have to, here's a special deal, but you are going to have to pay some more money because we got, uh, I just found it, I just thought there was loads of opportunities to handle it in a more better way. Am I deluding myself? I agree. I know I totally agree with you. But the way to, the only way to handle taking over a lifetime, a a product that has got lifetime licenses is to honour the lifetime licenses without question. It's, It's that simple. Or, we don't have to, but you look a bit of a well. No, that's the only dickhead, won't you? You look a bit dickish, won't you? Listen, if I'm going to buy your business, John, and you've got like you've got people that have done lifetime. Bertha has done lifetime licenses. Anybody that invests in Bertha or buys Bertha eventually will. Well, I'm one of them. I'm one of exactly, them. will have to honour that lifetime license because that otherwise I'll just say, well, it's not worth selling because you, you, I'm not going to get slagged off, and I don't want the person buying me to get slagged off. But the point is, is that you know, with Stellar WP buying all these plugins, learn. So you think you've got to honour it, but I do think there's a there's an adult way. Maybe I've been a little bit patronising. Isn't there a way that they could have said, you know? Here's 1.0, but with this Gutenberg, we're going to add all this, and it's a 2.0 situation. I think there was a way of doing it, or am I just... No, because the the, the deal with the lifetime was and all updates. Um, That was the deal. You know, so you've got... You can't move the goalpost just because you sold it. You know, you you, you just can't do it. I mean, and I'm not talking about from a... From a personal perspective, I don't even know the guys at Delicious Brains. I don't, no, I don't, I don't really okay. think about them from day to day. But if you're going to buy a plugin or an extension or something that has got a lifetime deal with it, before you buy it, read what that lifetime deal means. If it means all updates for the future and forever, tough shit. You, and if you want to buy it, that's fine. But, you know, that's your decision. Well, fair enough. Angie, Angie's got it's fascinating actually. Angie's got a more tougher, and he's got Bertha, and he's got a more tougher position than me. It's fascinating, isn't it, listeners and wow. viewers? Uh, um, lifetime, it's lifetime. That's what it means. Fair enough. Um, we're going to wrap the podcast part of the show up, folks. We, um, I think Angie, are oh, you you up for some bonus content on you? Know, Angie, you seem quite yeah, well. So to Sorry, Andrew. Um, to watch everything, folks, go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel and you can watch the podcast and the bonus content on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. And please subscribe. We've been getting a lot more subscribers to the channel and listeners to the um, podcast. Um, I think it's become one of the most popular podcasts in the WordPress. And I really appreciate you listeners who have been Lord to the podcast and the new listeners that are joining us on a regular basis. We're going to finish this show. Please, like I say, join us on the YouTube channel. We'll be back with a great guest next week. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, 
click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.